Ham and rolls, ham and rolls, ham and rolls. Welcome to the Ham and Roll Show with your hosts, Josh Janice and Jared Bell. We bring awareness to the topics that we are thinking about, and hopefully everybody's thinking about just two monkeys rifting off each other, trying to learn what this whole crazy universe is about. Welcome to the Ham and Roll Show. Today's topic is a very exciting one for my partner over here, Joshua Janice. I know it's one of your favorite topics. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? We are going to talk about congruence. Congruence? Yes. What is that? Is it like a puzzle that comes together, Josh? Oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> but that's a, a great analogy for congruence. What I found through my career in, in uh, coaching and with businesses when we are congruent with our actions and what we want, we are happier. We are less stressed. We are more productive. We are a lot of the things that we would say are good. We're more liked that's, people. That's right. When we are not congruent with our actions and our words or what we want, that is when stress happens. That is when problems happen. That is when the air people. quotes bad stuff happens. Yeah, the depression, the anxiety, the, the internal struggles in the mind. That's is, right. It starts from congruence or call it cognitive dissonance. When your actions and your thoughts do not align. Right? Correct. That's the starting point. So to me, this is, it, it, it was actually a newer concept that you brought in um, and helping me get through some of the struggles with my business, which was my actions didn't always align with my thoughts. Like I would say what I wanted and half the time I didn't even know I was doing this shit. You know, like it, it was this more natural response and in my head I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing but it wasn't being perceived, you know, in that way. And then I, after I learned about it, I could act differently, right? That was more aligned with what I was saying. And then all of a sudden shit starts to change, man. You know, which is so interesting. So, what I'm going to say on, on this is, is congruence the key and the first step to creating a happy life? To me, congruence has been the simplest way to put it for a starting point, yes. So it's not as though, hold on one second, sorry. Pardon me, I had to burp. Pardon. Burp. Pardon. It's... It's not as though you can, you can just look at congruence as a magic wand because you still, there, it still can be difficult and you still have to take action in time, action over time. However, for simplicity's sake, the answer to your question from my perspective of coaching both business and personal is yes. If you have, uh, l let's, take, uh, let's take stress. A lot of times, the stress in your life comes from things that you're supposed to do, whether it be, you know, when you're a kid and, and your parents tell you that you're supposed to, you know, go to school and get good grades, or your boss says that you're supposed to do this and you totally disagree with it, or society says you're supposed to do this and, you know, you don't want to do that. Those incongruences, so you, you're thinking, let's use the, the boss you're thinking, well, this this is stupid, right? Why am I doing this? But then you do it anyway. 
And while you're doing it, it's super stressful for you. And it's hard or anxiety ridden. And it's because it's not congruent with who you are. That particular challenge happens all the time. And it happens at every point of your life. So you're supposed to act a certain way with your significant other. And society has dictated this and, and it's not in line with who you are. Well, then you're going to be stressed out with the situation. I'm thinking almost the, the value of, of this show uh, in particular is going to be creating the awareness of, of, of what that exactly is because I was not you know very aware of it prior to. Like I always knew my thoughts and, and, and actions, but I never quite equated it you know, to being called the, the first step, right? The, the first step, until you get that right, shit's never going to work right. Uh, very interesting. I, I, I somehow got on this topic uh, with Tina the other night where she's a, she's a therapist and she kept bringing up all the challenges and, and all the reasons and why it's difficult. And I kept going back. I said, I agree with everything. But to me, that's still step four or five and six, right? And it started going wrong when you started acting differently than you were thinking. You started acting, acting differently than you believe you should act. And that's the separation. So if you if you stay on point, right, if you stay congruent, does that possibly, I don't know if it eliminates it, but it at least takes a huge chunk out of freaking life that sucks. It simplifies things. So if I, let's, I can speak for myself in my own life. I have a goal as, you know, if you listen to this podcast and, and Jared knows, is to live on the frequency of love. When I am not congruent with that, when I make a, a I'm judging somebody or, you know, I'm, I'm being a dick. When I'm not congruent with that frequency of love, I feel it. Physically, I feel it. And here's the weird thing, and I'm not, like, trying to put some, you know, voodoo bullshit on this, but bad things start to happen. Like, I'll stub my toe or I'll get a bad call or I'll get, like, it's really, really strange. It's like, okay, well, when I live on this, this frequency of love, good things happen, and when I am not congruent with that, bad things start to happen. And let's let's clarify that it's not that you have to have love and be congruent with it. You have to know who you are. You got you have to know the person you want to be. What is who am I? I've right? simple. Uh, yeah, who I, am I? Is the question one of the greatest questions you can ever answer in your life? And once you do, I think that's where you get to because once you know who you are, and then you live your entire life congruent in alignment with that it's it's kind of what enlightenment is that's exactly that's exactly exactly right and remember i started that uh i started by saying this is for me i'm not saying everybody everybody's goal is to live on the frequency of love i'm saying for me when i'm congruent with that life is beautiful every day life is beautiful when i'm not congruent with that life starts to get stressful that's just my interpretation of or, or my example of this Think about your business. Think about anybody's business. When, they're, when they have that clear direction of who am I and then they're congruent with that, what happens to their business? It excels. You, it excels. And I, and I agree that the universe somehow provides positive responses based off of being congruent in your life. Whatever. I mean, even if you want to be the, the world's biggest thief, but if you live your entire life behind being the world's greatest thief, guess what? You're probably going to be rewarded as 
the world's greatest freaking thief. And if if you start to do nice acts and you don't steal, right, you're probably not going to be the world's greatest thief. And then you start to torment in your head. And that was the interesting thing talking with a therapist was every uh, every problem they brought up called, and we were, in particular, we were talking about marriages. Every problem started, and, and we funneled it back down. I mean, this was like an hour and a half conversation. And it funneled back down to doing differently than you wanted to do. And that's freaking it, man. It's it's seriously that simple. And, and is it hard in action to stay congruent? The answer is yes, it can be. It can be hard. So if you believe yourself to be a good person and you're harboring uh, Jewish people during World War II and you're in Germany, is it hard to harbor those people and then lie to the Germans saying, that nope, there's nobody here? Yeah, that's, that's difficult because you know what you could lose, right? But if you were incongruent in that moment and you said, oh, oh there's some people downstairs, um, that's my bad, think about how much stress for the rest of your life that you would live with. Here's something interesting that I thought on that is, let's say you, you lied and told them they're not there, but you don't believe in lying. I think we covered that in a uh, previous episode, like that exact thing. But now that's not congruent, right? Well, you, well, you don't believe. Now, is there a higher level of, so it comes down to your beliefs and values again, uh, it, right? It's intent, I mean, yeah. I, they're, correct. Your, your North Star is your, your, your belief and value. Your intent is the action that, that you use to steer the ship with, or your actions would be. The intent is, is kind of, the, I guess, the way of saying your beliefs and values, yeah. right? Your intentions are based on your beliefs and values. Yes. And so I, I think you would have to judge yourself in that particular situation. And you, but that also makes it hard, right? So how a moving target is what are you or who are you, right? Because that's not a station. When you ask me that if I was 10 years old, am I going to say somebody who wants to live on the frequency of love? No. No, I'm not going to know what the hell that even means, right? So in, in, in 15 years, I am I gonna, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In 15 years, am I going to say the same thing? Doubtful, because I'm going to be a different person then. So it's, it's constantly a moving target, and you constantly need to be taking time to, to feel, not just think. And this is a, it's a really big point. Not just think about who you want to be. Not just use that logical mind, but use that emotional mind of who you are at the core that consistently doing that will help you stay on target. I'm going to say it one more time. Who am I? It, in, in all the books that I've read uh, on these types of topics, it, it comes down to answering that question. And who am I is, is who I'm okay being. Well, it, answering it doesn't mean with the words. So you could, you could, ponder this with both your logical and emotional mind but it doesn't need to be it's not just with the words but more importantly with the actions in in your gut right and we know that hey look the same the same neurons in your brain are are in your stomach and that's probably where your six senses or let's squirrel on that one for a freaking <laughs> while oh josh yeah. here we go <laughs> two monkeys um I'm going to go back to one one kind of point that I really had, didn't walk through my head yet, which was I believe my value is is we shouldn't be killing the Jewish race, right? So I'm going to I'm going to help hide them and protect them. That's an alignment. But yet 
I also have to go against a lower. I don't believe in hiding things. I don't believe in lying to people. I don't believe in, uh, you know, so you, like, that's just an interesting kind of balance in there, you know? It's that moving target. Huh? You have to understand. You have to, you have to take the time to understand what it is that, that is congruent. So in that situation, if you want to be what I would consider the most moral person, and I get that there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to harbor people, but if you want to be the most moral person, you hide them and you lie about it. And the reason that you do that is it's not that lying, lying might not even be inherently bad. You have just looked at it that way. But in this particular scenario, you're like, oh, well, that opens my eyes that it's not inherently bad. Remember when we did that, that podcast I brought up is the little white lie. Okay. If the intent behind it is good. And I I judged against it. Right. right? I went with putting out the truth, even though. And then, then it oh, just spirals. That was a different, it, yeah, that, that was a different show, but still long, you know. Well, no, not a different show. That's there's different value to that equation, right? Because your white lie wasn't somebody's life. So all those all those parameters come into I, in, I believe into play? so. I believe so. Absolutely. What's yeah. What's the like, what's the potential effect? Right? What's the potential of doing it, not doing it? How severe? Does it affect someone else's life? You know, I think that would be so. Yeah. There's, and how do you value other people's lives? If you just don't give a shit, right? You know? right. And and I think I think there's people out there like that. And I wouldn't suggest that they're bad people, because everybody, look, whether you believe in God or the universe or math, I think it's pretty egotistical to think that we are the highest form of being and that we have all the answers. We do not. Here, let me. Let me give you something with, with as most confidence as you'll ever hear me say in the show, we don't have all the answers. We don't understand how our actions change the equation of what our consciousness is. We have no idea. And what we know 10 years from now will be what we do not know now. It, so, or it might completely change what we know now. And that's what I'm saying. There's 10 years from now, there's going to be something that we don't know now. Oh. So the, the, the only difference, again, you know, and why... Why we started the podcast with what what is the most valuable? It's knowledge, right? It's what you know, and all you have is the best information available at the time. Have you seen uh, Doctor Strange, the Marvel movie? I, yes, I have. Okay, you know he's got the time crystals. Yeah, right. I got a couple of those too. Did you know? Smoke them. That, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Can we cut that one off? <laughs> no, no, we can't cut that off. Can't we, get an we don't, we don't yeah. know how to find yeah. it out. <laughs> we can't, of course not. <laughs> so Google on their quantum computer has created time crystals where inside the crystal, time doesn't entropy. So it doesn't, it still has the like general laws of physics, but it doesn't have the same relationship to time. 10 years ago, this was possible via math. And now the quantum computer has created this thing. And if you actually talk to anybody that knows about time, space, if you don't talk space time, it, it, it's not even a logical it, conversation anymore. Oh. Right. I don't even know what that means, but I heard uh, that once. Yeah, no, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's correct because time is over space. It doesn't matter. The, my point is, it's, think about what I just said. A time crystal, that's, that's now science. Air quotes. 
It really is science. Th- now, this so is explain this time crystal because yeah. now, now, now I listen to you and now oh, I'm intrigued that's, by that's it. That's really nice. I think instead should, of. Uh, should go we back Google and, it? Go should we back. see what Google says? No, because, well, we can, but it'll take. T- you won't understand it just like I did. No, I'm just going to see if it talks to me. Oh, jeez. Yes. Let's see okay. what it says. This was about congruence, and then I had to bring up freaking time crystals. Time crystals. I want one. That's all. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Google time crystal? Here we go. I think the dead silence is something good for the podcast. I don't think my phone's going to work on that. All right, let's go back yeah. to congruence. Anyway, yeah, let's go back to congruence. So my, my point is that things are always changing, and we do not know the answers. Our morality may change. Our um, How we logically go about making decisions may change, and all of that is okay as long as when you do make that decision, you have a target. And when you have to make that decision, you are congruent with what that target is at the time. And again, I think that was the key behind this show, is that we're not trying to say what's... Oh, shit, now you started this thing. Oh, um, boy, now we're going to have all sorts of all yeah. sorts of sounds coming from it? Um, yeah, I'll turn it off. Um, <laughs> it's like a disco ball. What kind of, what kind of crazy magic is that? Uh, I don't know. All right. All right. So you were saying that is the point of the show is is congruence. So it, it we're not saying that what types of beliefs and values your actions should be aligned with. We're saying just align the damn thing. Yeah. It, it if your goal and walk your life aligned. I mean, and if you do that and you do that well, your odds of of, of having a happy, healthy, joyful life increase dramatically. So for people that are listening to this, I would like to give them kind of a task, especially if they suffer from, you know, some sort of or different scale of depression or some sort of anxiety. Ask yourself, how often do you say, I'm going to do something, and then you don't do it? The other way to put it is lying to yourself. Now, if if you lie to other people, how does it make them feel? But I'm I'm giving an actual, like, something that they can do. You're right. That is another way of saying it, but I'm giving them an action, like right, like really now. Pay attention. Pay, yeah, right now. Take the action of how often do you say, "Well, I'm going to work out three times a week." How often do you, are you doing a New Year's resolution? Essentially, right? Like the the more times that you do that, that you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it, or I'm going to be a, I'm going to be healthier now. I'm going to be happier now. I'm going to have less anxiety now and you don't work towards it, and you don't do it, it's going to build up that anxiety for you, and it's going to make a situation worse. So my suggestion to you right now is think about, you know, opening the door to these topics, right? Think about how often that you do that, and then think about if you didn't do that, do you think that would improve your anxiety? And to add to that, I would say... Go back to specific examples of times that you've been unhappy. Like, get this framed out in your head real well, right? Get this a clear, concise statement. Because if we're saying that this is one of the, uh, me, I would say it's the greatest, you know, the most important thing (laughs) in the world. It's always the greatest and most important. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. But if, if it's at least in the top five most beneficial things a human being can do in their life, which I would think is a very arguable statement, um, then start, start. 
breaking it down simply, right? Start looking at, okay, I, I wasn't happy yesterday. What caused that? And you can almost trace it back every time to I thought I acted differently than I said I was going to, right? My actions and my thoughts didn't allow. Here, I quit telling myself I was going to quit smoking yeah, because I was sick of feeling like shit about it, man. That's right. You know, I mean, I literally, it was, you know, two years of, I'm going to quit though. I'm going to quit next week. I'm going to man this is just beat me up mentally yeah it's okay to smoke if you want to take that time off your life or you want to damage your own so what so what that's okay as long as it's if you believe it's you know what there's some if my belief is that there's some things in life that take off some years but are are okay to do yeah then me doing that is not a problem smoking is not a problem as long as as long as you're congruent and truly telling yourself not lying to yourself in your head too you can create you know um beliefs that that really aren't there so I could, I mean, if you break down smoking, who really likes to kill himself? Well, you could say that about jujitsu, right? I could say, I mean, I beat up my body. My elbows don't work, you know, like all these stupid things that happen. You know, that's, that's, th- there is a cost to jujitsu, but there's also a reward. And you found a reward in smoking currently. That may change. That's a moving target too. To your point, you're going to feel really bad about yourself if you constantly lie to yourself like that. You know, I, th- I think that's that's the big takeaway on this one. So you know, if we're trying to share it right now, you know, I think we're just really saying people evaluate this one. Yes, this one can this one could take major steps in your life, right? You can you can make major improvements in your life simply by becoming aware of of your thoughts and your actions and starting to actively. Align those two together. Would you mind if I added to this? Sure. I think we're at that point. So it's not only what you say and what you do, but it's also your expectations and what you do. So if you have the expectation that, you know, uh, today is going to be the greatest day, we're going to sit by the pool and and grill out, and we're going to have a great time, and then it rains. Well, that could cause, you could be bummed by that. You that You could be depressed by that. But that's your expectation was one thing, and then your action was not congruent with your expectation, for for obvious reasons. I think this is up. this is almost a have to be added in. A have to be added in. Is that that could be? This is a excuse me. We need a have to be added in right now. <laughs> but I, I, it might have been you. But there's an example that that stood out in my head, and it might have came from you. So if I'm giving you credit, please don't let me. But <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um. It said, hey, if you're going somewhere and in your head, it, 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 you have it, it's going to take 10 minutes to get there and it takes 30 minutes. You get there and you're pissed off, right? Because you expected it to, be, but if you just change it in your head and just expect it to be there in 30, there would be no problem. The problem is gone. That's so correct. expectations definitely play a major role, uh, major factor in this. I would like to say, yes, that is my analogy. And I'm glad that it stuck out because it's been months Thanks, since I Josh. said that one to you. It is that just goes back to congruence because the action that you took was incongruent with what you expected, which expectations aren't even reality, <laughs> right? It's but but kind because of predicting the future. Which, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah pre- exactly right. Yeah. Air quote. Because that, those are not congruent, well, then your life become, became uh, more anxious. But more upset, more angry, yeah, whatever. more the negative side of the emotional spectrum. Yeah, or, or perceived negative. Right, because there is value to that as well. But I don't want to. I don't want to judge people, and I'm not saying that it 
it's bad to be anxious because that can drive you. A lot of people struggle with anxiety that are trying to change it. And this is how you do it without taking pills, without getting on, uh, you know, SSRIs. We just think about, take what Jared's saying, take what I'm saying, just think about your congruence, not only with what you say and what you do, but your expectations and then what you do. And that simplicity, because it's, it's beautifully simple. In that beautifully simple equation, just looking at it. So are you saying you, you just get rid of expectations? Is that? Ideally. I, I mean, because, look, if, you, if your actions align with your thoughts, your beliefs, and your values, then really the outcome is inev- inevitably going to be what it should be and that you're going to be happy with it because you did in accordance with who you are. Yes. So it's really expectations are almost like this this additional third leg that we added on that that really carries no value to it. Yeah. Or, or uh, so expectations going forward and then um you know, let's say disappointments going backwards. But right? no, isn't there value to setting targets? Isn't a target an expectation of of the result of an uh, an action, the outcome of an action? No. A target a target is where you want a milestone to give yourself a pat on the back. That's what a target should be. Fair enough. All right, I, I think that that was a good point to, to clarify that we're not saying don't set goals in life. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, correct. Uh-huh. But you could set a goal. Like if I set a goal to make, uh, I'm going to make $100. <laughs> you, you hit that goal. Well, that wasn't, you know, I, I could have multiple expectations on that, right? Like, well, that wasn't what I expected. And then I'm disappointed, but I hit my goal. Yeah, you know, well, like, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, there's 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 a lot expectations and disappointments are are almost a whole different topic. Um, yeah, really. I, I, but how big of a factor that expectations play into, even if you here, if you acted in accordance with who you want to be. Look at when I get closer. I don't know. It Does it sound so, better? Yeah, it sounds right. better. So of I course, should, it sounds better. I should yeah. lick the microphone yeah. while I talk. No, you're you're literally going back and forth. Oh, like yeah. you're, yeah, well, let's not go yeah, there. Let's not go let's there. Let's not go there. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. I don't even know what I was saying now. Yeah. It was along the lines of if you are know who you are and you act accordingly, then just take expectations out of the equation so and, and, and let things be the way they're supposed to be. Let it, let it be at peace. How do we get there, Jared? How, how do I learn who I am? I put them on the spot. I'll give my answer, and you can see if you, come, if you agree okay. with it. My answer is... I zoned out right there. Take, yeah, right. perfect. Take the time to meditate, to pray, to be alone with your thoughts, whatever it happens to be for you, but that time away from stimulation like your cell phone or computer or other people, that time away is where you have then the time to figure out who am I? Well, I was going to say the same thing, but now you said it. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes. You you nailed it right there. You know, like it is one of my favorite books of all time. You know, and I, I, how many people, at least this was kind of like the start of their personal development is think and grow rich. I mean, if you actually listen to what the title says, 
think and grow rich. That doesn't necessarily mean monetary riches. Right. It's but it all starts with thought, your thoughts, and that ability to take that. Call it meditation. Call it your your quiet time alone. Quiet, you whatever know, you want to call whatever it. you want to call it. Yeah. But it's really getting into your own mind and working through your thoughts and using who you are, your beliefs and values, the ones that you decided are, are, are the ones that, that are okay for you to live your life by and working through those problems in your head. And being okay with working uh-huh. through it, being okay with not having an answer, being a friend to yourself, not judging yourself constantly that you don't have this answer or you should be this way or, or all the different things that we can think about. Expectations. You're, exactly. Be a friend to yourself. Let yourself listen to yourself. It sounds... Kind of weird as I'm saying it, but that's... I'm kind of looking at you like you're a weirdo. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, I'll just, I just do that naturally. Yeah, there's, there's other reasons for that, right? <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing cargo jorts, right? So... <laughs> oh, shit, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, th- there's other weird things. My point is, and it's funny because we're joking around, but this is a real no. serious point. Treat yourself like you would treat a friend or you would expect a friend to treat you. And... Give yourself that time to listen to yourself, to, to your own thoughts. You know, if it's all scattered at first or you, you don't know how to meditate or you can't meditate, that's okay. Just spend five minutes trying and you'll get better. And once you figure out who I am, it's so much easier to then be congruent with it. Just like a mission and a vision statement in a business. Or a mission and vision statement in your own personal life. Yes. And... I, I, I second everything you said, and don't don't think this is going to happen in, in two weeks, right? right. I mean, for yeah, me, right. this has been, a, right now, I would say it, about 30 years old is where I started learning about who I am and, and how to get there. And, I mean, shit, I'm just starting to get maybe a little closer, right? I mean, enlightenment doesn't happen in a decade, right? right? But that is the target in, in enlightenment being congruent right when you live life and you don't have any worries you don't have any of those those emotions that don't make you feel good then isn't that pretty much what enlightenment is and how do you get there is figuring out who you are who am i i think it was deepak in in one of the books that man he hit on that topic so hard but it it was maybe it wasn't even him but anyways but who am i who am i who and then start to think about Okay, well, here's these situations, right? Go back to your past. Say, look, I was really unhappy at that point in my life. What was I doing? Well, I kept telling myself I didn't want to drink, but I got drunk every night. Yeah. I wasn't congruent. And you can trace it, congruence being the cause, major cause, almost every one of those times. That's right. We have, uh, oh, we're, we are at time. Quack, quack. Hit the button. Why, why the we green hit? one. No, green oh. one. Why? Oh, because we're out of time. We're out yeah. of time. Maybe that's what we should do at time. Right. So final wrap up. Yeah, final wrap up is congruence is a simple idea that can be applied that I have found through personal life and through business life that makes one of, if not the biggest impact on your happiness. Be congruent. Mine would be spend the time to figure out the person you want to be. Act in accordance, congruent with that for the rest of your life, but 
it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. You're going to, and it's going to change. But once you start to at least get those pieces in place, it starts to move in a great direction. And, and, and I hope the entire world starts to figure that out. Perfectly said. Ready? Hammond rolls, Hammond rolls, Hammond rolls.